y'all, and welcome to Nerdy Thoughts, a podcast where our guest gets to choose a topic they nerd out on for us to discuss. I'm Mimi. And I'm Ted. How's everyone doing? It's been a good two weeks for me, anyway. How's it been for you guys? How's it been for you, Mimi? Uh, it's been good. It's been good. Um, you know, just teaching. It was finally a beautiful week weather-wise for us uh, here. It was like in the 20s every afternoon. So that was exciting. Got got to come home from work and finally use the new backyard. I Ooh. actually have a new cat friend. If that doesn't make me sound like um, an old middle-aged spinster, I don't know what does. Um, What's a cat friend? Is this just some? Do you go hang out at at its house, or, or is it a friend to a cat? Yeah, he comes. He comes calling. No, it was it was funny on Wednesday. It was a it was kind of a like an off week for me, I guess. Like just I was really tired, and and I, I don't know. But Wednesday, I decided that I needed instead of sitting in front of my uh, screen playing video games, I decided I needed to work out because I hadn't been walking to work I had been opting to take transit and I was just feeling kind of like so Mm -hmm. I went down into my basement and my basement looks out onto the backyard and onto a ravine and I went to get on like the exercise bike and there is this black and white cat at the sliding door looking in at me crying and then starting to like nudge the door with his head um, but was a cat crying or were you crying? Like, like was it looking in on you crying? But maybe it was my reflection, actually. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, but I went out to go see him and he was super friendly. Like he does that cute little cat thing where he like twirls in between your legs. Um, so I, I went out, I, I gave him a couple pats and I went back in and whatever. He went off to the ravine. And then uh, Friday after work, I was sitting in the back and I had my back to the ravine and I hear jingle, 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 jingle. And I turn around, he's coming up from the ravine. And, um, I had like a friend over and they were helping me build uh, a barbecue and they were like, the cat was like going up to them and like doing little twirl thing into the box. And, you know, Freya and it got nose to nose and had to watch that a little carefully because, um, yeah, yeah, you never know what's going to happen there. You never know. But yeah. And then like he came, I had gone inside and he came back a, a little bit later and I went out to see him and I got down like on the ground because Freya wasn't out there with me. And he like climbed into my lap and was like giving me like the little cute little cat head butts and like giving me little kisses on my like, uh, like, you know, like little cat licks on my on my fingers and stuff. So, yeah, I've named him Bojangles. And he goes jingle, 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 jingle. Um, so he has a collar on. He has a collar. Yeah, he's got. It could be a girl. I don't know. It's a purple collar. I don't. I don't want to assume that that makes it a, a female. But um, I just, for some reason, automatically assume animals are boys. For dogs some are dogs are male and cats are female. This is this is the guiding is science. principle. Science. Um, science. But yeah, so that was like, honestly that was the highlight of my week. <laughs> That sounds um, lovely, new yeah. cat friend. Yeah, it's 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 so nice. He's so friendly, and I want him and Freya to like, or her and Freya to be like besties. And yeah, I did a did a little bit of uh, did some garage sailing uh, this morning. Nothing as cool as the last time I went, um, but but yeah, that's pretty much been been my week. A uh, little bit of streaming, a little bit of well, not a little bit, a, a lot of bit of teaching, um, and making a new animal friend. <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, hey. <laughs> That's been pretty good. 
started a new shift at a new job where I'm a cashier, and that was fun. I do that for the summer before I go back to school. And uh, building a guitar, so just been in the shop all day working on that. Uh, I've actually been doing that for like two weeks, but it's been real trouble because I have to print off uh, these templates, right? So I'm building a Stratocaster-style guitar, so I have to print off these templates, but the, the guitar is bigger than a piece of paper, right? So you got to go into Acrobat and print it off as a poster and then do all the lining up, and it's very finicky and calipery. Um, but it's so fun, and it's so satisfying at the end of it. So hopefully in the next little bit, I'll have a guitar that's made by me. But first, I'm going to make it out of some junk wood before I make it on, like, something nice and ruin it. That's so cool. I, and you've, are you still making wands as well? In, in the oh, yeah, yeah. No, just for fun. Yeah, too, totally. Like, <laughs> I've got my lathes up. I'm making uh, drumsticks. I'm making uh, wands. I'm making honey dippers. I'm making a mortar and pestle. What else am I making on the lathe? Uh, I, oh, I just found out how to make some tops. Really fun. Just learning how to make some tops. Um other than that, I got to make some drawers and some cabinetry for the basement, but that's all basic kind of plywood stuff, kind of boring. I think that we might need um, like documentation of these projects that you're making for our Instagram because I definitely think people Ooh. are going to want to see, especially the process of the guitar being put together. Yo, yeah, I can I can send you some photos. It's just it's just me covered in sawdust. So <laughs> that's fantastic because it's that's a journey and a half building that. That's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll see how it uh, how it turns out. Right now, it's a uh, it's some uh, MDF templates, so nothing too impressive. But I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll send you some pictures. Yeah, for sure. And send pictures of the progress and stuff as well, like all the pieces and everything as as you go, because that'll be. I mean, I'm interested in seeing that. I'm sure that there are going to be other people. Uh, well, you know what's kind of interesting is something uh, that you brought up, the ones that I make. I found out there's a YouTube video of this engineer guy and his friend going around Universal Studios in the Wizarding World and finding how to trigger the interactable wand situations without a wand, right? So they test all these different reflective surfaces, um, and I forget what it is, but it's a 3M product. So uh, you they were able to put it on the end of a cucumber or the end of a banana and like the end of their finger. And they were able to use this thing to trigger the interactables in the wizarding world. Um, so if I make these ones and I buy this 3M product, I can sell some shady back alley Ollivanders, you know? <laughs> allegedly, allegedly he can do Allegedly, that. allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great though. I could like sell those on, you know, what is that? Etsy? Etsy is great. Etsy's got a special markup for, for Etsy prices. You can do like... You know, you can find a, a wooden spoon at your dollar store or you can go on Etsy and get it for $35. So these ones could be like $400, you know? Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. That's exciting. More ris- realistically, like $75. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like a good price. Yeah. I think I, th- I think Universal would, would tell you more. You know who would know? Who? Our guest today. Our guest today. Oh, are you going to tell us who our guest today is? Or, or am I going to say it? Who's who, who wants to say it? I mean, I, you know him better than I do, so it might be fair if you say it. All right, that's true. That's true. We are like very recently like BFFs now that we met on Instagram and realized that we live like 20 minutes away from each other. So this week on Nerdy Thoughts, the incredible Roger Sage has graced us with his presence, and he is going to now tell us what he's here to talk about. Hi, Roger. How's it going? Hi, I am doing <laughs> awesome. How are you? 
I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I hear you're uh, you're talking to us about something uh, pretty exciting today. Something pretty uh, fantastical today. Whimsical, very fantastical. Yeah, Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, just just theme parks, places that transport you to, to literally different worlds. So yeah, I love that stuff. Oh, uh, me too. I'm so I excited. Love, I love looking it up um, online and like re riding quote-unquote like just watching the ride videos again and again you do the again. ride videos oh yeah uh, yeah. Do, yeah and i've got a vr headset and i've yes got the ride videos through that too. yes me too okay what's your favorite to re-ride before we before we get to anything favorite ride to re-ride in vr oh that's hard to say i i like the harry potter rides in vr especially hagrid's motorbike because i haven't been on that one yet so i'm cool, like cool. okay this is the only way i can actually like get to do it so <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna vr this and Pull, go full throttle on the couch. <laughs> they, nice. they have Hagrid's motorbike ride on VR. Yeah, they have like everything yeah. on VR. Yeah, I went on Soarin' and yeah, people just bring in VR, the 360 cameras and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Splash oh. Mountain. That, that, that one gets me. I like that one. Splash yeah. Mountain. I need to do this. I mean, I've done the I've done Hagrid in, in real life. Um, I want to kind of see what it's like on on VR, but I also then do they have the new Jurassic World on VR? I haven't tried that one yet because, yeah, I haven't I haven't been to the California parks, but they have some good stuff. Like I want to go to Cars Land. Uh, I want to go oh, on the Jurassic oh. World ride because they have way better animatronics in the Florida park. Sorry, Florida. But uh, California has a way better Jurassic World boat ride. Because <laughs> they, they just added the Jurassic World to the Florida parks. No. Yeah, they have the Velocicoaster. So they've got this like super fast. I think it launches you like 50 miles an hour at the start and you go through this winding track in a raptor cage and then it launches you again into this top hat and then so that's like giant hill and then it flips you upside down for like two seconds and that's like a long time to be like actually upside down for him like you can actually stay in your seat for that long so like you must be <laughs> stapled to that seat so like it like whoa so yeah that's what's in the florida islands of adventure they added that and then which is weird because it's jurassic world but they blended it with jurassic park because it's still Mm -hmm. jurassic park for the river boat ride thing yeah i thought for some reason i thought that they added like the whole new jurassic world ride there i don't know i guess i'm losing my mind no they did it's a roller coaster and then the the other half's just jurassic park so they've got the 90s and then they've got 30 years later (laughs) yeah Oh, at least they're bringing back the original uh, cast for the last movie. Yeah, I'm excited for that, and I'm. It's interesting how, um, just nostalgia is kind of like everywhere. Like movies, video games, like with the remakes. Um, like Top Gun just got a sequel that's coming out soon with the original cast and stuff, and Jurassic Park or Jurassic World got the original cast, so. Uh, you know, that 70s show is getting that 90s show with the original <laughs> cast again. So I'm just like, that this is 90s crazy. Show? The reboots. Yeah. They're doing the 90s. Yeah. Did you see uh, that? Yeah. Uh, and they have a promo. It's my worst in- nightmare. And, I'm old. Uh, who is, what's the, Eric Foreman and Donna have uh, a kid. And now their kids have friends and is hanging out in, uh, <laughs> kitty and red's basement <laughs> oh my gosh that's i feel so old that they're doing the 90s that's oh, at least i'll get the references 
I know. I'm excited to see the references and like, are they going to use like Tamagotchis or going to have like Super Nintendos and stuff? Like, what are they going to have? Oh yeah, yeah. It's going to be. I want to see what like, uh, are they going to have like a Hyde character who's into like rock, but he's all grunge now, and it's like all Nirvana. Like, like the music totally changed. So like, is it going to be like, people are just like listening to Spice Girls, and there's this one character who's just like, oh, like Nirvana, and like, like uh, Alice Addiction. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh. Oh, that'll be interesting. I wonder how that one will be. Anyways, parks. Disney. Yeah, sorry, we got way off track there. There's a that seventy show ride. It's a roller coaster coming. You ride Eric Foreman's couch. No. Oh my gosh, I do. I do. Obviously, when anyone talks about the parks, um, when was like when was the first time that you went to Disney or Universal or both? Like, did you go to one first? We went for a few days, um, and it was like I was an only child at the time. And then so it was me, my mom, and dad, and they took me to Florida for a few days. It's like a four-day trip. And, yeah, we went to Disney, and, like, I was, like, hooked on that stuff. And I was, like, like we got um, – we get the ride promo DVDs in the mail and stuff like that to hype us up. Oh, yeah. we watch when you're at Disney World and you stay in the resort. They had, and you're watching the TV. They've got a host on like the generic like channel that pops up when you ter- first turn the TV on, and then um, and they're showing off all the rides and everything and all the stuff they should do. And it's pure advertisement and stuff. But we like are totally into it. Or like, yeah, let's do this and stuff like. So like, I'm yeah. How old <laughs> when you get that DVD, you watch it repeatedly. Like yeah. like I remember the same thing. My family we went in 2005, and it was just. I watched because I hadn't been to the park yet and they're just introducing rides. Hey, this is the hotel. Hey, this is the restaurant. Hey, look at all the people. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> you can find them on YouTube now if you want to a little nostalgia trip. Yeah, they're there. Oh, man. How old? How old were both of you? I think I was like eight. Eight? Eight-ish? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. I think it was six 12. or eight. Maybe 12. <laughs> So you had the magic of going as a kid. See, I didn't. Uh, the first time I went to Universal, I was 25. And the first time I went to Disney, I was 30. That's still magical, though. Like, is, like yeah. especially now, because, like, the technology and the sets they're bringing, like, with Avatar Land and Harry Potter and stuff, it's, like, insane. Yeah. So you appreciate it, you know? You're like, wow, that's, as an adult, you, like, get that nostalgia kick. It's not all like, wow, Winnie the Pooh is there. It's like... Oh my god, like this is my childhood and I, even though I'm 30 I feel 6 again. That's the whole that's, magic of it. That's, that's fair. I did like almost cry when I walked in the Diagon Alley, so. See? <laughs> I'm also glad that I waited to go to Universal until they had Diagon Alley. Like when they first made Hogsmeade I wanted to go so bad, but I in my opinion Diagon Alley trumps the Hogsmeade area of Universal. Um, I guess <laughs> is it the is it the fake snow in Hogsmeade and then the hot summer weather? <laughs> is that because Diagon Alley it makes a little more thematic sense? But like the wet, the whole weather thing they did for Hogsmeade, I'm just like mm, a bit Blizzard I, Beach like. But <laughs> I think it's I think it's like there's just so much detail in Diagon Alley. Like you actually like, and it's also I think a little bit more iconic. Like Diagon Alley was his first real glimpse into the wizarding world like of course he had Hagrid come and and he saw the magic that he did but 
when he walks into Diagon Alley, it's like when you do it, you're like, oh, yeah, this is how he felt. Like, this is magic. This is oh, the yeah. wizarding world. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you go in and on the left is like the three broomsticks. Um, I love the food in Harry Potter world. Like, that's the only places I think like I'll eat at Universal. Um, just because the food is so it's like pub fare and everything. There's like pot pies and salads and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, it's it's super tasty. And then like speaking of Hagrid, why isn't there like a cool like Hagrid guy? Like he can hide stilts in his pants or something. <laughs> like why isn't there like a Hagrid character actor walking around? I think that would be awesome. That's but a really good question. <laughs> there really should be. Do they have any of the main characters walking around in costume? Like, do you see a Harry Potter anywhere or, a, you know, a Dumbledore walking around? No. You have none of the main characters. You have, like, the Bobaton show and the Durmstrang show and the three brothers, like, the little reenactment of that. But you don't have, like, really any of the core. You can't, like, walk up to Hermione Granger and get her autograph? No, no, you can't. <laughs> I think I understand okay. why, though, because, you know, like, Hermione is Hermione. You know what she looks like, because the Wizarding World is the movie world, and, and you know who Emma Watson is, you know what I mean? You know who Rupert Grint is. Yes, yes, and, yeah, no one, it's like, you know, you see someone in Wizarding robes with brown so, hair, yeah. and you're just going to assume like... that it's a man. <laughs> that could be me <laughs> walking down there, like. It's some kid with red hair. It's Rod Weasley. Get his autograph. Oh, my name's, name's uh, freaking Tim. What? Yeah. <laughs> I just got this at the store. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, okay, so speaking, like, just staying on the Harry Potter, because, I mean, there's so much that we will talk about with the other ones. But I think another main question I have is hot butter beer or cold butter beer? Mm, cold. And I, I was going to say, and have you been there since they've had butter beer? Because <laughs> maybe some people haven't. <laughs> oh no, uh, that's cool. Yeah, I love cold, uh, frothy butter beer because it's so hot in Florida and it's so refreshing. And I love getting the frothy like butter beer mustache and like the whole thing, <laughs> and you lick it off your lips, and like it's just like it's great. It's just the whole experience. Yeah. It's wonderful. And I wish what I could is, take it. You can take pumpkin juice home and stuff. But what does butterbeer taste like? I've never had it. Describe it for someone who's never tasted it. It's it's like is it butterscotchy or caramel? I always like. It's it's been a while since I've had it. It's been yeah. the last time I went was pre the summer before COVID. So you're um, on the right track, though. And yeah, and it's like butterscotchy, that. caramelly, slushy. If you're getting the cold one, um, it it's it's very sweet. So if you don't, is it creamy? It, but is it like a beer? Like what what kind of liquid is it? It's like so, it's like cream. You were about cream, to say slimy, cream soda y because it's got the froth. Yeah. Um, oh. It's okay. Like, is it like an ice cap? Honestly, like, I'm having such a hard time now remembering the consistency of it. It's, it's the, the liquid mullet. Party, party on the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's like frothy on the top and then, like, liquid on the bottom kind of thing. Yeah. It's, you can get it. You can a get float. it. That's a good. Yes. A float. Yeah. 
Nice. Yes. Okay. See, yeah. sweet. Oh my I God. Did it. Very cool. So long to get there, but we did it. <laughs> and the person who hasn't had it is the one that came up with the best description. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone wants to drink a liquid mullet. Uh, <laughs> Universal's never going to hire me for their advertising team. So, <laughs> yeah. It's we, like they're a listening. Liquid mullet. They're listening right now, and they're like, uh-uh, Roger, nope. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> so we were going to go with them, but then he said the mullet thing, and that's that's a no-go, sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Okay, so other, um, I mean, I could talk about Harry Potter World all day. I think we probably all could, but other it's areas. Like a personal bias. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, other favorite parts of let's we'll do Universal first, I guess. Maybe we'll just stick with Universal and Islands of Adventure and stuff. So other areas of that park. Go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what I want to do now is go to Springfield and really experience it a little more. Like I go on the ride, like the Simpsons ride, and that's fun and everything. But like the land, I want to go. <laughs> I want to go partying and drinking in Springfield, really, because they've got the Duff Beer Gardens and they've got Moe's Tavern. I've had like a Flaming Moe before, but <laughs> it's really they poise it as like a, a kind of like a party land. And they've got the Taco Bus with the Bumblebee Man's tacos and have a beer. Like it'd be like that'd be really fun. That sounds amazing. Yeah, and I it just have a really. It's a cool area. It's yeah, it's one of those ones though that I feel like not a lot of people stop at and like spend a lot of time. They like walk through, maybe grab a, a drink, maybe grab a quick bite to eat, and then they're gone. <laughs> now you got to put that on your bucket list. Get sloshed in Simpsons Land. Yeah, like I want to take a drunk picture with Surly the Duff Beer. They've got like the seven dwarfs, but they're the seven Duff beers, right, from the show. So they got like yeah. Surly, Hurley, stuff like that. So. And like Dove Man, uh, I'd love to. They don't have like a Duff Beer Man walking around. Oh, that would be hilarious. They get like oh some my gosh, weightlifter walking around. He's just like, hey, take a picture with me. And like that would be, <laughs> that would be they so totally cool. could do that. Totally do that because I, I mean, I have a picture with like Krusty and Psycho yeah. and like Psycho Mel and Psycho Bob and stuff. Um, but yeah, they should totally have just this Duff Beer guy who walks around. Have you guys ever seen the show? the tick like on oh, amazon yeah, yeah the live action they just need to hire that actor <laughs> oh yeah because he's so like welcome chum what are you up to today like just yeah. so loud and obnoxious patrick warburton ironically he's at disney he's in a disney ride he's on soren he's like passengers fasten yeah. your seat belts blah 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 he's in the pre-show uh, safety video and then he's like, he tells like a father, he's like, who's wearing a Mickey Mouse hat. He's like, you are going to want to put those puppies away. And the dad's like, oh, okay. And he puts it under his seat. It's sad kind of. So yeah, he's on, yeah, he's on a Disney ride. So Disney's got him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's cronk, right? So I guess it makes kind of sense. I didn't know that. Yeah. What? He's only got one voice. How did you not know that? It's been a while. <laughs> You might find him in Family Guy. It's true. What? Is he silence? <laughs> well, I was thinking, I'm like, does he play Joe? Yeah, he's Joe, of course. Uh, yeah. I thought the guy from Seinfeld was Joe. That uh-huh. is, Patrick Warburton was the guy from Seinfeld. He was Elaine's on-off boyfriend. Oh, so I thought that's you were talking not, about George. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the guy who plays the tech. It's, um... 
Have you ever seen Kim? It's not him. It's a different guy. What? Yeah. I was um, okay. Hold on, I'm gonna find it because I think you'll recognize. If you don't recognize the name, you'll definitely at least recognize like the picture of the person. I'm gonna pull up, and this is a podcast, so listeners can't see, but you'll be able to see. (laughs) The chisel jaw. Peter, I think it's. Or is it Peter? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to butcher this last name. Peter Serafinowicz. That guy played the tick? Yeah, he plays the tick in the live action. In the 90s? Like the old one? No, no, no. The live action that they did, like, it's on Amazon. It was like, I think it was an Amazon Prime original. Oh. Yeah. Disconnect. So, like, he, he is like the tick. He's dressed as the tick. Um, there was such an oversaturation of remakes that we just yeah. we never know what anyone is talking about anymore. Well, that's why I said live action because I was like, there, I know that there's the cartoon, <laughs> but this one, yeah. Anyways, that's who I think should play like, or maybe doesn't even like play him. Just they have like him say every single word in the English language, and then they can just like it and. Then- <laughs> guy just has like a computer that like responds to everyone yeah using his voice <laughs> he will be the eternal voice he's the voice of everything from now on into the future you go to a movie theater ladies and gentlemen that's replaced by his voice you sit down it's all him exactly that's what i enjoyed that yeah so Every pilot. Death, <laughs> and then yeah. get a duff beer with the duff man in Springfield, that I think a lot of people would want to sit down and have a Duff beer with the Duffman if they had that option. I'd wait point. in line for that. I would totally wait in line for that. <laughs> <laughs> they're missing out. They're missing out on an opportunity here. <laughs> yeah, and then they have a not so great ride for if you have been drinking. I guess two not so great rides for if you were drinking. They have the motion simulator and they have the twirl and hurl. With uh, it's a Dumbo ride, but it's Kang and Kodos, and they have the flying saucers, and you go up in the air and around uh, in a circle, and then uh, yeah, and I just love the um, the outfits that the they make the the ride attendants wear is awesome too. Like for Krusty Land, they look like little sailors kind of, and they have like these striped uh, t-shirts and shorts and stuff. It's really funny. That's really awesome. Cool. Yeah, I I mean, like, Universal and Disney both, it's just everything is planned out. Like, it's incredible. And, like, no one's off character. All of the cast members are... Or else. Right? I know, but it's just, like, every last detail is is insane. And, like, when you're waiting in a ride, you don't feel like you're waiting that long because there's so much going on, whether it's, like, you know, stuff that they've built into the into the lineup queue or little videos that they've got going or like the rooms that have different like cutscenes. <laughs> it's insane. Like in Hagrid's in Hagrid's motorbike, like we waited um we were there for open and we like ran to it and we still had to wait like a a while, but you go through like past Hagrid's hut and the detail of his hut is insane. And then you go into the like I don't even know what you would call it. Almost like the 
stables of Hogwarts or something. It's just like an old like barn looking thing with all of the different like there's dragon eggs. And then you've got Mm -hmm. the little cut scene with Arthur and Hagrid and they brought back the actors who played them to actually do the cut scene. And it's just insane. Like you just feel like you're there's always something going on. (laughs) I need to get back there. Everywhere's got too much new stuff. Like if you haven't been in like a certain amount of time they keep adding things like especially new rides like i've been lately obsessing over um oh it's not universal though but it's disney they just opened oh. uh guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind and it's oh, this yeah. uh coaster that it's like the, an omni coaster so it's like an omni mover like their um haunted mansion ride where it, like it, it can turn you anyway right so you're on a coaster that can turn you in any direction to face story elements And so it backwards launches you into space and you're on an adventure with the Guardians and they have these giant um, IMAX screens displaying all the action because you're going up against um, this huge uh, giant space dude from the Eternals. That's where they first showed it. I haven't seen the Eternals yet. But yeah, there's this giant space golem looking thing. And uh, it's just so wicked. It's like Space Mountain on acid. It looks so good. (laughs) (laughs) oh that's amazing i i didn't realize i didn't know that they had that yet like i i i the only like the major news that like i just found out recently just through listening to like other podcasts and stuff too is like that epic the epic park is now back it's back on and like you know they have like a kind of like a open year at least like i i can't remember exactly when it is but like in what like four or five years they're gonna have epic with like mar like nintendo land and stuff i think like i can't wait to live there and open my like retirement home like literally in the mushroom kingdom that's where my (laughs) you walk out of a mushroom it's like "Eh, yeah that is uh bowser jr over there yeah that's uh i'm gonna be a toad i'm gonna be a really tall toad but i'm gonna wear the diaper and the vest (laughs) and the and the mushroom head and the mushroom uh, pet you're gonna be like an elf where you think you're a toad yeah exactly (laughs) i was raised by toads and uh like it it took me a good 31 years to get this human voice um (laughs) going on but my the rest of my life i sounded like this and it was really (laughs) i had no friends um i mask it really well now oh my god (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Um, if you had to choose your favorite park in Universal, little sub-park, what, what's the... Actually, let's do top three, because I don't want to put a gun to your head on that. <laughs> no, let's do it. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, fine. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You, you can do top three. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, top three lands at Universal? Is that what we're... Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, like, the little sub-park. So you got, you know, the different uh, themed areas. Um, yeah. If you had to rank them, your top three, uh, how would you how would you put that out? Oh, you know what? Three. I'm lumping all the Harry Potter parks together because you can technically you can get on the Hogwarts Express and visit them and go between them and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put that at three. Like I love, like I'm like an average Harry Potter fan, but like I love the lands and the movies and stuff. I think they're fantastic. Um, and they're so well done. It's got some of the best rides and food like ever. Like Forbidden Journey is like w- one of my favorite rides like ever. And you're just flying on those benches, and it's so like dark, like as in tone. 
and you're going through and there's like the giant whomping willow knocks you into another scene and there's giant spiders and they have a dragon and then there's like killer ghosts dementors but like they're killer ghosts <laughs> and like it's whipping you everywhere and it's like all these cool like creatures and stuff it's 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 so cool uh i'd have to put that at number three what, what is your guys number threes that's gonna be a mimi specific one i've never been to universal i'm a i've only been to disney world disney okay three i i guess number three is i like like the old see i'm so like bad like i don't necessarily know some of the names of the different parts and but like i oh god i hope i don't embarrass myself i hope this isn't in disney but like the old like the i don't even want to say it's like old but like the retro area like with the with like the retro cars, that's Universal, no? Or Islands of Adventure, like the fifties, like looking. I think that might be. You mean like MGM Studios or like Hollywood Studios? And you go, and it's kind of like the golden age of cinema. Like, is that where you're? Yeah, not yet. No, we're gonna. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Universal kind of has that vibe uh, on some of their streets, so. I like yeah I feel like I'm okay anyways number three I don't know if I have like I really don't know if I honestly if I have a top three of Universal like I think it's like Jurassic Park is mm. second and then obviously Harry Potter's first really get Harry Potter yeah yeah like I other than that it's like I could like yeah do without like the other the other parts really like I yeah number two I think for me would probably be like, oh, I wish they had more themed because they do the rides really well. And each ride is kind of like an area in some instances because they got Harry, like Islands of Adventure does have the themed like lands. I want to cheat and I want to say the mummy. <laughs> it's a ride, but I put that at number two and it's so well themed and you're going on like an Egyptian movie set. And it's like a dark temple and everything, and it's just so awesome. And they they really make you afraid to go on this ride. Like they really hype it up that it's like you're gonna you're probably you're gonna get your soul sucked out on this thing. And they're like, I can't wait. <laughs> That's going on the VR ride through to do list. The, oh this yeah, mummy. This is the mummy roller coaster. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I I lost like audio there for a second, so I didn't hear the ride. I was just kind of basing it on your description of it. <laughs> Okay, no, like it's not a land, um, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'm saying the lineup for the mummy is my second favorite land. I really like it, and I'd, I'd hang out there. It's really air conditioned. Um, it's got dim lighting, so you could take a date there, just in certain spots, and don't like clog the line. Uh, <laughs> and then number one, I love Marvel stuff, um, and I love so like. Universal Studios Marvel is drastically different than Disney World and like California Disney's Marvel because they're all the current movies. But Universal's Marvel is like 90s, 80s comics. And it's like, oh, so big, like, big and bombastic with the huge cutouts of Spider Man and Kingpin or whoever's there, like the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. And it's so stuck in the 90s with the colors and everything. It's it's great. It's so vibrant. And uh, like the Spider-Man ride, you actually get to go in the Daily Bugle from the cartoon um, and everything. And it's all like the 90s cartoon villains um, in CG. 
and they have Doctor Doom's Fearfall, so you get to go in Doctor Doom's lair before you get on this giant launch tower, and uh, it's just great. It's like you step into a comic book. Um, oh, that's awesome! And there's little references to everything too. Like you can go on. I forget. I watched a video. You can get a cast member um, to take you on a tour and they'll point out little Easter eggs for you at uh, in the Marvel land and stuff. So it's like really, really cool. So oh, I got- Whoa. I didn't what realize a sweet you service. Could- yeah. I just forget like how you go about that. Like they do tours at certain times of the days and stuff. And uh, so I'd really like to do that. But I do like uh, in the Marvel area where they come like rolling in on the like motorbikes yeah yeah like every once in a while it's the x is it the x-men that come in like that yeah they got well, some X-Men. yeah yeah on the motorbikes and it's just so loud and and big and it's like this big like thing it's very yeah see so i'd never been to universal so i thought it was kind of divided up like disney world where it had you know animal kingdom and and tomorrowland and frontierland and all that kind of stuff so yeah. it, it did not know that it's it's kind of more sparsely spread out like that, where it's more like themed rides than areas. You know what I mean? But that's I mean, pretty they, sweet. They do have certain areas, like you know, like Jurassic Park has like an air like an area. It's just not as um. The, I don't know how to. I just kind of. You, Look at a map of Disney. It's like there's like the main, especially at um, Magic Kingdom, there's like Cinderella's Castle. And then there's like the offshoots that are like clear areas. I feel like, and I could be wrong because I haven't looked at a map of Universal in forever. But I feel like Universal is not as like separated. I feel like you can kind of walk through. Yeah, it's like you're not coming back out to a main area to go into another one. But I could be wrong. I don't. <laughs> no, you're like there's a weird flow to like you, Magic Kingdom has the the hub and spoke kind of design I think it's called where mm-hmm. you go to the center and then you yeah. can go to any land you want like you can turn in any direction it's like oh that's way is the space land that way is the fancy land and then Universal like with at least with Islands of Adventure like each land leads to the next in a big circle yeah and oh. then in the center is a lake so you can't really go in there because <laughs> they don't really let you. But, well, the giant squid from Harry Potter is oh. is in there. That's 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 the Great Lake. They're adding that in. I didn't. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> no. They found, it. they found it and they got it and they put it in there. The real one. <laughs> yeah, the real one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's that would probably be. And when Nintendo Land opens, that's automatically my number one. Like ever, I was lived in a Nintendo Land in my head, like forever. <laughs> so, to actually go there, I'd be like, I'd, yeah, the credit card debt is going to be amazing. It will, it will be, dare I say, epic. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there. I do. <laughs> All right, so Disney. Between the two Marvel parks, who does it better? Or like dish give us the give us the lowdown uh, i think disney's gonna hit their stride with it eventually so far they're doing a lot of re-theming in california adventure where they have the rights to actually do a lot more marvel stuff because universal before okay before disney bought all the marvel stuff 
it wasn't as popular or anything, right? So Universal bought the rights to for to use Marvel in their theme parks. Um, and in the contract, Disney can't use it in Florida. So like they can use Guardians of the Galaxy in Florida because it's nowhere mentioned anywhere in the uni- in in Universal Studios. But Universal Studios has like Fantastic Four referenced in like a restaurant. And they have a storm spinny ride. And yeah, so they have like a ton of Marvel IPs um, to use. So Disney's kind of like limited in what they can do in Florida. Um, and I think. You know, Disney's known for like animatronics and stuff. So that new Guardians of the Galaxy ride opened. And I think they had to cut a lot of stuff like out of the budget because I think there's supposed to be like a Groot and a rocket animatronic, which is cool. Like it's still a roller coaster and like everyone loves roller coasters. <laughs> yeah. In uh, California, it's very film based. Like they redid the Tower of Terror and made it a Guardians of the Galaxy Tower of Terror ride. Um, and then they have a Spider Man ride over there. But instead, it's this weird. You're in like a box that is like a tram and it's like a clear glass window and you can shoot webs. It's like a weird augmented reality. What? Yeah, yeah, it's 3D. So you wear 3D glasses and you are you can't see it, but I'm like looking like Spider-Man right now, like shooting my webs. <laughs> and like, so you can do that at the screen and actually shoot webs out at targets and stuff, um, which sounds really, really cool. That's uh, awesome. But... There's no like clear cut villains or anything like that. It's all you have to stop these spider bots that keep multiplying. Um, so those are your targets, but there's no like green goblin. There's no uh-huh. iconic villains, which is I'm, I'm kind of giving the edge to Universal so far because you go on that Spider Man ride in five minutes. It's like, oh, there's like six villains here. And each scene is like an- another villain, like attacking your car kind of thing. Um, and there's just Marvel energy everywhere at that in that land like everywhere you turn it's another superhero reference and stuff and uh and disney it's called like the avengers campus so it's like where they kind of congregate and uh teach people the ways of being super or something (laughs) i don't know i haven't been to that uh, that school and um so yeah i don't know for now i'd give the yeah maybe i'm biased because i've actually been to universal and not to this new like land but disney still uh they're making um a Quinjet ride and the concept art looks like you're flying on a personal jetpack kind of, and uh, you're going through a battle in Wakanda with like all the Avengers and stuff. So it's supposed to be this like technologically, not technologically advanced, like bajillion dollar ride. And so they're still working on that one. Uh, so that's going to be super interesting to see. That sounds awesome. Yeah. See, this is the problem. It's like, I want to go back. And now that like you, can travel again and I mean it's been that way for like a little bit now it's like I really 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 want to go back but it's like all I know that like upcoming there are so many cool things arriving soon it's like okay but then like when do I choose to go it's like because it's not cheap and it's like I want to go to the Star Wars land and I want to build a lightsaber or a droid I can't do both because they're both ridiculously expensive but then it's like but then I'm going to want to do like so many other things as well when it comes out like this Wakanda ride that's going to be incredible <laughs> eventually mm-hmm. comes out. and it's like and then Epic's going to be it's like when how I mean my whole family is uh, we're going to Florida 
in 2023 together. So, I mean, that will be the next time I go, but it's like, you know, if that wasn't planned, it's like, would I ever make it there? Or would I always just be like, okay, well, but next year this is opening. So I may as well wait till next, next break that I have, or yeah, I don't know. It's just, there's always something new and something fun and they bring you back over and over. They hook you. That's, that's the thing. It's like, they're a video game with never ending DLC. It just never ends. (laughs) Is that Fortnite? Yeah. I feel like Fortnite's never going to end. I haven't really played it, but I see the updates and they add like Marvel characters and stuff. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I think, oh, this is one thing I want to know. Best memory from Disney and then best memory from like Universal Parks. Ooh. Um, it kind of changes. Like my best memories are honestly eating together with my family at various restaurants i would say i'm gonna lump those all together um because it's just great we're all having we're all having a good time they're great conversations and stuff it's good food um because when you're like a kid and like now and stuff too like the rides are still super exciting and everything like that but it's the the experience with like the people you're with sometimes you remember most right so i would say and like dinner i sound like a cheesy like hgtv like you know the dining room is where you eat and it's where you make those connections like i I sound like an hgtv (laughs) thing maybe but yeah that's that's kind of like my favorite memories like now of disney universal has less um restaurants like that so it's not Mm -hmm. food so (laughs) universal um oh and you know what another really cool one at disney was uh my mom doesn't do any, this is a ride one. She doesn't do any big rides. She hardly does any of these big rides. So I got to go on flight of passage in the avatar Pandora land with her. I was like, you're going to, you're actually going to go on this. What? So that's awesome. So I got to go on that with her. Like my dad was even calling my phone, but like I was getting no service. Cause I, in story terms, you're off planet, <laughs> but, uh, you're, and he's like, is, is she okay? And everything she's doing. Okay. I'm like, yeah, she's doing fine. She's like an adult dad. And, uh, <laughs> so we get on the ride and, uh, <laughs> she's never done like big rides like that in a while. Right. So the first thing she does is flight of passage, which is like, you're riding on the back of like a, a banshee and it's like all 3d and stuff. And, uh, yeah, so she had a blast with it. She's like, "Whoa, that was like insane. That was like un like unreal." And so that was cool to actually experience that with her because she doesn't really go on big rides. Mm-hmm. Um, but Universal, the uh, good memory at Universal. Let's see, let's dig through the vaults here. My brother loves Jurassic Park, so anytime we get to go on Jurassic Park, that's a good time. <laughs> I probably I'll probably have to say that. Um, he loves Jurassic Park, and I <laughs> I remember I get a little rowdy on the rides and over-exuberant, and so uh, on the hill, like when you the T-Rex is about to eat you and stuff, I remember, and I always lean in, because I think I'm going to fall out of the ride, I just naturally lean, lean in, and I'll like scream and stuff, so like I'm leaning in, and right in my brother's ear, I'm just screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> and he told me after, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, I get, I get too into it and everything. Like, out of Pandora, I'm just like, woo! And I'm just, like, <laughs> pretending I'm not actually, like, on a dragon and stuff. So that's oh, probably, that's, that's some of my favorite memories, I guess. Oh, those are so cute. Uh, um, Ted, what's your, I know you've never been at Universal, but what's your, like, top memory of 
of Disney. Man, I mean, that was a pretty stressful time before that for my family for some reason. And and we went there and it just like there was no fighting. It was just like we went for dinner all the time and I got to eat. We got that meal plan. So the kids got to get the card and we felt like we were like buying dinner for our parents. That was so cool. And just like uh, just like Roger, my mom went on a ride. She went on Space Mountain and she never goes on rides. And that was awesome. And then meeting Winnie the Pooh, because he was my hero. That was huge. I mean, the whole experience, it was just, it's just so beautifully done. You feel like, like, I mean, at least as a kid, you feel like everything is done for you. Everyone is so nice to you. Um, Oh, and we went at Christmas and they did this great thing. My parents um, bought our gifts while we were like in the park. And then on Christmas Eve, while we're out at this Christmas party thing at Magic Kingdom, they put the gifts in our room um, and like from Santa, all this stuff. And they made it like all beautiful and Christmassy. And it was so it was so Disney. It was so magical. It was the best oh, Christmas wow. ever. That is amazing. That's adorable. I didn't know they did that. Wow. Yeah. 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 They, I mean, Disney pulls out all the stops all the time. Like that's their whole modus operandi. They're crazy good at, at customer service to the point where it's like. I would hate to work there. <laughs> the standards are so high. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Very true. Oh, those, you guys have such wholesome, like, family memories. I, I've never been with my family to the parks. So. Oh, you really should, because I, th- I think Disney is designed to be a family park. It was never designed to be a kid's park. And, uh, I mean, Walt specifically designed it to not be an adult park. So, yeah, I, it's meant for you to, like, Everyone gets to be a kid at the same time, like because Disney movies are so timeless. Your your kids watch Bambi, you watch Bambi, you watch yeah. them at the same age that your kids watch them, right? Yeah, you have well, that same that, kind of experience. I'll get that chance um, in in uh, the winter. Well, winter spring. I think we're going in April of 2023 um, with my my nieces, my niece and my nephews will be there too. So that will be exciting. Because oh yeah, they're gonna light up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, get on. Get on It's a Small World with them, and, and that'll be a memory. Because that's that's a, a timeless experience that goes back, you know, forever. You have to. You have to. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, is there anything else um, about the parks that you wanted to, to talk about? Like, I guess, so you went with, you both went with your families when you were really young. So before that, like, were you... I guess this is such a silly question. Like, were you a fan of the movies? But like, who wasn't a fan of Disney movies as a kid? Um, but what was, and if you can remember, what was your favorite, like, Disney movie as a kid? Alice in Wonderland. Ooh. Yeah, immediately. Oh, so good. I love that one. Love that one. That was quick and not like a typical answer that I was expecting. <laughs> oh, I love that one. I love uh, just the style, the characters, the music. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, that's really... I'm going to be all 90s kid about it and be like Hercules and Tarzan. That's oh, high. yeah. Like I, yeah, those are good. <laughs> and a lot of it has to do with the music, I think, too. Like, the Tarzan got me into Phil Collins, and I had to get my parents to get a greatest hit CD <laughs> of Phil Collins after that. Like, <laughs> You'll be in my heart gets me every yeah. time. I was at the parks few years ago with my one of my really good friends and he said he was like um 
he went to go say something to me at one part and the song had come on. He's like, the look on your face. I was like, I can't ruin this moment. Like she's like, it's hitting her in the feels. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, you can't like that. I will stop and like, just listen to that song. <laughs> no matter where I am. If you only had one day in Orlando and you had to get the most out of it and you could only visit one park uh, and we're saying that this is a full day from open to close, uh, where do you go? Animal Kingdom. Oh, sweet. Good answer. Yeah, Good answer. I yeah, that's also out there. Animal Kingdom. Great food. The Yak and Yeti. Uh, fantastic. Pandora is one of my favorite lands in Disney. And it's just so well-rounded. I'll go on all the rides, like Expedition mm-hmm. Everest, Amazing Coaster, Dinosaur, Great Dark Ride, um, Flight of Passage, and that whole alien jungle thing. It's just, it's just I could hang out there all day. Um, do they still have that whitewater rafting ride? They do, yeah. Cali River. Oh, ride. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. great. Um, yeah, so that ride's refreshing. And they got animals there, too. It's like, it's part zoo. Um, and i just love being like outside when i can and it's like that whole park is like trees and jungle and stuff right so yeah it's i'd live there (laughs) it's the kind of outside that feels outside because i mean magic kingdom's outside too you know what i mean (laughs) but it's it's all concrete and steel and exactly yeah i should have explained trees (laughs) no 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 you're right you're right no it is it's like outdoorsy for sure yeah with the green, like it's green, it's very green, I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. Pandora is so beautiful with the way that Disney does their like designed uh, uh, wed, I think it is their company there mm-hmm. that does the in studio props, the floating islands that they're able to get, for example, like the, the vines going up and, and floating rocks in the sky. It's so amazing what they're able to do in theme parks. Yeah, they hide all the behind the scenes stuff so well it's unreal like the vines and stuff they're like little steel things connecting all the mountains but it's like they disguise it it's it's great it's and, magic. um one of the i know then one of the waterfalls and like the facade to get into the flight of passage ride you'll see a waterfall off in the distance it's actually a cylinder that keeps revolving and revolving painted to look like a waterfall so it doesn't like waste water and stuff. It just looks like water from far away. They do all these visual tricks. It's insane. Oh. Like all these little details. Have you ever seen a man standing on top of uh, the Magic Kingdom? Like the Cinderella's castle? You mean the Beast Castle? In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> you, see how t- you see how tiny it is. Like really, yeah. like the, the spires are about six foot tall, maybe. And there's a guy next to it. And he's just like, <laughs> <"Ta-da!"> <laughs> Ta-da! the window's smaller than his head. Yeah. Oh, my God. If a bird ever makes it up there, they're going to look like a dragon. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to look insanely huge. Oh, my gosh. I had um, I had lunch at Bell's or at the at the castle. Um, That was so magical. You yep. go in and like. You see the rose, and I tried the gray stuff. Yeah. It was, it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, is there anything else about the parks you wanted to talk about? Is there... I mean, I could talk all day about it. I was yeah. just going to comment on Bell's restaurant. Like, that restaurant, like, you have to, like, once you're done your food or before your food, you want to get up and explore all the rooms and everything because they're so well-themed. 
and it's like oh wow this is just it's just fantastic but yeah i don't uh, i could talk about this all day yeah um before before we say goodbye is there anything like that you're doing that you want to promote like your instagram your your little talk show (laughs) oh well thank you yeah so i've got a show called game and talk with uh madison or aka nintendo licious on instagram and we go live every tuesday at eight um for about an hour or so and talk everybody everything about gaming um what's going on in the gaming world um every other week we're trying to get some trivia or a game night together um and then we have a youtube called will work for coffee where we do comedic gaming videos and reviews and all sorts of stuff like top tens that kind of thing um but yeah so her instagram is at nintendolicious mine is at roger sage it's just my name at roger underscore sage um you can find me on youtube there and like instagram yeah yeah Perfect. And we're actually going to be having um, Madison or AKA Nintendo Licious on our, as our guest next episode. So we'll get to meet her as well. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for having me guys. It was a ton of fun. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being our first official guest. Yeah. Iconic. Thank you you for the honor. There we go. (laughs) Perfect. You've been listening to the Nerdy Thoughts Podcast. Your hosts today were Mimi Q.U. and Ted Linden. Music and production for the Nerdy Thoughts Podcast is by Black Bear Sound Productions. Find us on our socials at Nerdy Thoughts Cast. And tune in next time for another great interview with another big fan. Who knows? Maybe you'll find your new fandom.